And the referee blows his whistle. It's all over. What's up, listeners? Welcome to Just Offside. Uh, we're an ex-fantasy Premier League podcast, and uh, this is our final podcast of the of the World Cup 2018. I'm your host, Tom's. I'm here with uh, all my boys today. We got John Potts. Hello, mate. Hello, and Tom Callingham. Good evening, gentlemen. And Matt Owen. Hi there, Tom's. Hello, mate. How are we all doing? Well, it's the last ever pod and straight away Skype's fucking up for me, so it's yeah. I'm not gonna miss this shit. <laughs> Excellent. I'm good. I'm good. Cal's happy though. Yeah, I'm a little bit overtired, but I'll 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 survive. I mean, I'm excited to record with a, with a twinge of melancholy, Matthew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tom, so you should probably break it to our listeners. Well, we we've decided not to continue podcasting next season, unfortunately. Uh, long and short of it is is too much hard work and we don't get paid for it so uh, we are stopping it Tom so I don't know if you saw Twitter but I cited irreconcilable yeah that's the word irreconcilable Mm -hmm. differences between you and I as the reason the pod's ending (laughs) okay fair enough so so if we could perpetuate that that rumour for the rest of the yeah well I mean it's not untrue is it I mean sometimes (laughs) (laughs) Um, although the the real reason is what I said, despite John's. Um, well, the real reason is that I'm I'm bants. I'm kicking off no. about <laughs> being able to do the edit, and uh, you two won't help me. So, well, it's hard work, well, mate. Well, I, we offered alternatives, and you you turn them down, John. So <laughs> here we are. Yeah, it's hard work. If anyone wants to edit a podcast, uh, get in touch. Um, yeah, you you will need to be reliable. Not an annoying personality, and um, <laughs> critically that yeah, and also need yeah, also need to uh, have a good feel for what may or may not be broadcast in the final edits. Yeah, you have to um, learn. You'll learn a lot about Thompson's private life, and um, you'll learn mm-hmm. a lot about what he will and will not allow in the final edit. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So the world the World Cup's <laughs> finished, guys. Should we talk about the World Cup? Boo! Yeah, lots of football. Lots of football. It's coming home, boys. It's yeah. Do you think? Yeah, it, it got most of the way. Yeah, it's only thirty miles away. It's close enough. Yeah, uh, Tom's. They... I'd like to point out your um your the Tom's coefficient that you raised at the start of the World Cup has actually basically come true, mate. It's four, oh, four yeah, European teams in the final in the uh, semis. Yeah, yeah. The the weather principle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just closer to their geographical environment isn't it i mean croatia's fucking close right pretty close yeah um russia themselves made the quarters so no one saw that coming they're pretty close close. the the swedes were in there yeah again quite close to who else were in there toms the three lions yeah (laughs) oh oh toms yeah we did we did make it to the semis but it was um not to be Toms, i want your hot take on england well i We've surpassed. I, I pretty much agree with the media. In short, we've surpassed expectations. Uh, the public have brought, been brought back into the fold. Everybody loves Southgate now. 
Uh, we've got high hopes for future tournaments because we've got a, long, got a lot of young players. I think, unfortunately, we did see some quite typical England performances. Uh, I mean, especially the semi-final where I felt we crumbled mentally under the just the raw desire and energy of the Croats, mm. which was a bit sad it, to see. But Yeah, after all the talk of them kind of running out of steam, I think you said at the time that we looked a bit adrenaline dumpy, that we got tired earlier, the, the moment got to us and we kind of ran out of ideas, ran out of steam yeah. early and started pumping it long second half and looked... Just look pretty very nervous structurally. The margin knackered as well. The, the, we looked absolutely knackered. The margins are so fine, lads. I mean, if we lose this, the shootout to Colombia, we're it's deemed a average World Cup. Sure. We we got through mm. a pretty. In my opinion, we didn't do anything special. We got through. We beat all the teams we should have beaten, and we lost to the teams we should have lost to. The draw just fell kindly for us, and I think it's great that everyone got excited and got behind the team, and I did too. And it's it's great to have some optimism, but. We didn't really do anything that special for me. See, I don't know though, John. I know yeah. I know what you mean, but that that that's been the sort of kind of the revisionist narrative that's taken over I don't think since it's but... the well, no, because you know everyone was everyone was just high on on the England team, and then since we went out, there's been a bit of a cold light of day effect. But I'm thinking back to my last 15 years of watching England, and there was no team that we were expected to beat and beat. It didn't happen. It that's, never yeah, happened. That's true. Sweden were exactly the sort of team we would never just beat two 0 comfortably. What a struggle by it. yeah. We Even had, Panama, we yeah, were so so capable of, of drawing with Panama. In okay, years gone I by. believe so again, Owen. I believe. You know, you know what I mean, though. Yeah, that, that is Absolutely. true. I, I mean, I'm, Iceland. I'm in, I'm in your, your court, Owen. Another thing I'd like to support Owen's approach to this is that we spent over an hour in the lead in the semi-final of the World Cup after yeah. like a, a, a free kick from. From Trippier, brilliant. Lads, if Subasic hadn't saved that Kane effort, then it could have been so different. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you, you know when Kane hit the post, you know Subasic made that save. He didn't miss it. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, yeah. I only saw that on Twitter. Yeah, when the game happened. Super slow. Exactly. When the game happened live, I thought Kane had just had a howler. But um, in actual fact, it was an amazing save. And that's it, isn't it? If that goes in 2-0 into half time, you've got to think it could have been so different. I mean, France, or if, France or would have Mina's, bummed us into next uh, week. header doesn't go in against Colombia as well. We don't have to play the, the second half of extra time, which broke Harry Kane, seemingly. Yeah. Uh, and broke yeah. a few other players having to play that extra half hour. But alas, I, but yeah, I, I, I completely agree with Owen. I think, I, I, I take your point, John, but that, that is still a, a big upgrade on how, how we played before. Yeah, we played a bad team and we thrashed them, made them look bad. We played an average team, we made them look average. Um, and I, th- I think we can build on this. It's a young squad. It's, it's people are going to be positive about playing for England again, rather than that being kind of a, a big burden to carry. Mm. Yeah. Hey, Tom's. Can I read you something quickly? Please. This just strikes me as one of those games that I really do think England will win by hook or by crook. Here we go. I oh, think it's Loro, isn't will... it? Yeah. It's Loro <laughs> predicting we beat France as well in the final. Yeah. Oh, what a. Four twat. days later, I think they will win it. Yeah, um, oh, I read that. I should have shared that with you guys. Oh, my God. I, I didn't see that. 9th of July, Mark Lawrenson. Yeah. Well, do you remember Laura's predictor last season had Liverpool winning the league, going unbeaten for the whole season? Unbeaten. Yeah, he's done that, he's done that twice. Yeah. You, you know, he, I mean, you, yeah, you know he does his weekly uh, predictions versus pseudo-celebrities on the BBC. Yeah. And he... Um, yeah, he, he, every year predicts Liverpool will never lose a game. They'll win the league. If you total up all the predictions over the year, 
then Liverpool are going to, you know, set records and beat every points total <laughs> ever. Zero perspective, yeah. make predictions every week. It's amazing. Wow. Enemy of the show, Mark Lawrence and everyone. Yeah. For yeah. me, though, what do we think of what do we think of France? Well, I, I thought um, <sighs> I think France were the best team. Like over the course of the tournament, I definitely think they deserve to win it, and that's not always the case. I think that um, they were the most consistent, and they they improved as the tournament went on. That um, aside from that Argentina game, which was a bit crazy, they were just clinical. They they just did the job every time. I got I like those sort of teams that win one nil and, and defend really well. Professional, professional. Yeah, I quite like. I think I think I think it is worth putting Belgium in, in possibly the same bracket. I think Belgium looked better in the group stages. I think they had a real standout performance against Brazil, and I think they were perhaps a little bit unlucky to to to, to fall to France. Both teams yeah. played well, I think. I think France were the better side in the day, um, but um, you know, I, I think that Belgium can, I think, would be you know, maybe kind of you know, part you know, the second part of that. I think they they were also kind of close to France's in terms of quality, in terms of quality of the tournament. I don't. I know everyone's saying it's best World Cup ever, and I think that's a bit kind of recency bias because I, for me, Italian ninety is still. The classic World Cup. I mean, I, I I don't know if any of you remember it. I know I'm a bit older than you, Calf, certainly. Um, but for, I remember that World Cup as being just. I mean, for example, you had Pavarotti singing Ness and Dorma, and this time around we got Robbie Williams singing Let Me Entertain You. Oh, just, just as, far, <laughs> as far as opening ceremonies go, it's 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 no contest. But we England came fourth in that World Cup. We had Gaza, Lineker, Bobby Robson, Chris Waddle. I can't. Yeah, I just can't imagine in twenty years' time. 20 well bloody hell 28 years time they'll look back and go oh look at that world cup wasn't it excellent we had lingard Deli Alley. Time, John. yeah i know i just don't think the standard overall was as high as <coughs> as the previous world cups a lot of teams failed to to deliver you know russia yeah. beat spain for god's sake i think in terms of excitement it definitely did deliver uh, i agree quality maybe maybe was down a little bit but there were no bad games i think what denmark france nil nil but yeah ignore that one there were, but you know you can count the what there was only one nil nil. You can count the, the the number of bad games. You know the very small number. Yeah. And there were lots of crackers. Even the even the on paper bad you know mediocre ties were were really good encounters. Really good quality. Well, maybe not good quality stuff, but really you know. Good entertaining, viewer, yeah, I definitely. I, I don't I don't disagree. It was an entertaining tournament. I'm just saying. That I mean, I from the, the from the good. England perspective, the Kane winner against Tunisia. And Dyer putting the penalty away against Colombia. Those two moments are like Peak World instantly Cup. into yeah. my top five World Cup moments. Yeah. Along with like Gaza's goal against Scotland, you know, a few others you could find. They that were wasn't just, World Cup. Euros. Well, you know what I mean. International England. England okay. moment, yeah. Yeah. Though they were straight in there. Like that that alone makes it a standout tournament for me. Lingard's goal against Paraguay was also a little little moment like that as well. Panama. I think I, I was watching it with Matt. Um, Go on, like, we're, we're actually thrashing a shit team. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah that Which, was again, it's something we just didn't ever we I've never never really seen us do that, honestly, since I've been like an adult. Oh, and do you remember uh, Italian ninety? No, mate, no. 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 I Gary, don't remember either. Gary Lineker having a poo on the pitch. That was one of my highlights of England in World Cups. Yeah. You aware of this, Tom's? I've seen the t- yeah. video of that. Yeah. 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 He deals with it Did quite well, to be fair. He does, yeah. in fairness. I mean, what are you going to do in the front of a billion people? Just got to do what you got Did to do. Did still have the back pass rule in 1990? Yeah, you, were, think you were still allowed that was to. the one that they... It was after some turgid semi-final yeah. that they yeah. got in that tournament that they got rid of it. Yeah, yeah. So if, yeah, fuck that for quality. It's unwatchable. <laughs> <laughs> with back pass rules. Football began with the Premier League, yeah. 
90, yeah, yeah, with yeah. the Premier League, with back the back pass, pass rule being in there, yes. I remember, how did how did teams ever concede when they were allowed to play back passes? <laughs> well, that was that was. Do you know what I mean? I mean? This is this is me reading people who are being kind of anti the the great Liverpool sides a bit, rather than anything that I've watched or I can be nothing. But a lot of them saying, you know, a lot of old Liverpool fans getting excited about how good they used to play football. Maybe compared to their rivals, they did, but they spent a lot of time passing to Bruce Grobelar and Bruce Grobelar picking it up and rolling it back to Hansen, who would yeah. run forward a little bit, turn around and pass it back to him. Nice. And that was then with these great possession stuff. It's not really the same as what Barcelona did. Well, if no. um, if 1990 saw the introduction of the back pass, 2018 saw the introduction of VAR, didn't it? What nice, do you, what, Tom. What are your, what your Tom. thoughts? What Stop are your it. thoughts? And don't go on about it for too long because everyone and their mum has had their say on VAR. Yeah, I can't hate your mum it, but I get VAR, it. Tumps. Sorry, John. What does your mum think of VAR? I haven't spoken to her about it. Because uh, you said oh. everyone and their mum, and my mum was quite vociferous in her feelings towards VAR. And I I'm think sure this, mine's been the same, but just with, not within my earshot. But this is important, and I, I am being silly, but it's also an important point. The thing with VAR and, and the thing about the World Cup that kind of... Uh, exasperates the issue I think is that you get people that only watch football once every four years that watch mm-hmm. the World Cup and then they see things like VAR going somewhat wrong and it all gets a bit heightened and a bit uh, everyone gets a bit excited and says oh look look at VAR it's not working I actually think that it's it's a really really important development for FIFA and I think they need to stick with it sure Definitely. there's some teething problems and the final for example that penalty is contentious um, and you could ask why was it not used when Pogba was offside for the the goal from the free kick, but it's it's got to stay. And I think it's it has ruled out a couple of howlers in the World Cup. There have been things that have been corrected that should have been. It's just the game's run by fucking idiots, and until that changes, it's going to be um, it's going to be hard to give you know uh, what I would say perfect uh, refereeing performances every game because the rules are so subjective, and you need, you, yeah. that doesn't fix that. Yeah, definitely. It's got I, some administration problems. You said the teething problems as well. It's the way it's run as well that yeah. needs improvement, and that's not unnatural. That would that would have been expected by every reasonable person. You know, you bring something that high profile, that key, into something like the World Cup finals tournament. It's um, it's not going to go perfectly right from the off, is it? So it's going to take but, some but time. How, John, let me generally though. Let me play devil's um, advocate, John. I do how think the 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 one the decision in the final was was a bit of a spoiler and probably if you're Mr. Fifa you're probably quite annoyed that that happened then it's not VAR's yeah, fault though is it that's just the ref's how, fault the ref looks yeah. at how, it. how how is that that happens in the final gonna get less likely once teething problems I don't see that as a teething problem well because like, I th- people I think... are more used to using it and yeah but it's just still a ref looking at some footage yeah, I mean I what th- they're gonna get better at watching footage Simil- like, sim- the, the, what, what they did with rugby when they brought TV third uh, officials in and things is they, they changed the rules of the game as well so you, you start to as you start to have these replays and things you you, ha- you have to adjust the rules you have oh, to that's have interesting. so you can't just say handballs are I mean Thomas you were saying this a deliberate act what the fuck does that mean you can't everything's so subjective every rule in the game apart from offside and does it cross the line is a is a interpretation and if you're going to have five guys in a van plus another guy on the pitch interpreting it you're going to have conflicts and you're going to have questionable decisions you need to help the refs by making the rules of the game clearer and simpler so what do you do with the handball rule I don't know what you do. You either Clarify decide it. if it ever hits the hand, it's a handball, or you have to clarify it in some that. way. 
Well, no, I know, mate. I'm saying it's complex. One of, one of the, yeah, but I'm just the, saying. So there was other. How do you clarify it? Was, what was that they they mentioned that the they only show a slow mo replay, which if you're under that pressure watching it in slow mo, isn't is that the best way of viewing it? So one of the steps you could put in there is the ref reviews in slow mo, but also watches it in in full speed. So it it gives you that chance to okay, could Perisic reasonably have got his hand out of the way? You know that deliberate thing of kind of he didn't move his hand to the ball, but he left it there, so he, 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 it hit him very blatantly. If you watch it in fast motion, that's clearly a nonsense. But in slow mo, you could get to the, you could get to the point of view where you think, well, oh, okay, he's he's chosen to leave yeah. his hand there, and that's where the contacts come from. So that would be an example of kind of a small tweak you could make, perhaps some kind of a small amount of learning from this as you the referee has to review in, in full in full speed as well as slow-mo to, to, to make that decision. I think the process yeah, is really like important that. as well, Owen, because it, I think something like 90% or even more than that were, if the if the ref was called over to view it on VAR, then he nearly always turns the decision over because mm. he's got five guys in his ear saying, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Go and have a look at this. Or you've, or you've, the penalty was you've missed it. You yeah. haven't seen this, so what do you think? Yeah, he's it? not... He, how can the... No one is strong enough in a high pressure environment like that with billion people watching and he's running around at full tilt to go and look at the screen and then say to the guys who are sat in the van no you're wrong I'm right he's always going to turn happen. over I'm sure that happened it did time. but uh, so it was a huge amount of decisions that that did not happen yeah 90 odd I know what you mean I mean what I'm getting at is I just don't think I think football's a sport I just don't think we're going to ever have I think we should dispel the illusion that VAR is ever going to make the decision-making perfect. Like, I don't... Yeah, I agree with that. What, write the handball rule a bit better? I mean, they rewrite it every two years and it still <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, with the, uh, the, the NFL do do this and, and have got the video refereeing and it is generally of a pretty good standard, but the, the one thing, they've got rid of all, this, all like the penalties, anything subjective isn't reviewable. The only thing that is reviewable and has got a degree of subjectivity is the catch rule, and that causes fucking merry hell yeah, every yeah. season. They're forever rewriting what is a catch, at what point are they in control of the ball, at what point is touching the ground a grounded ball or a, or a catch with the touching the ground. They're forever reviewing that because it's the one subjective thing, and it's very hard to get those bits right. The rest of it they do is, is <laughs> at what point are they stopped? Are they inbounds or out of bounds? Do they drag a foot, etc.? Yeah. Uh, that's a foul, that's, a, that's unnecessary roughness, that's whatever. That isn't reviewable. That is just the ref's call, and that is the end of it. Yeah, and like you say, it's objective. I mean, who would ever, who would ever start debating whether goal line technology has been a success? Exactly. <laughs> what one thing they, they need to do is, uh, I mean, the linesman effectively is redundant now. If they're going to, yeah. because they true. they were told, don't raise your flag if you're not sure, because you know, if it, I mean, Harry Kane's shot that was saved, for example, he flagged for the ball going off for a corner correctly but the ref gave it as offside and they these sort of decisions there, there should be no mistake there it's very simple and you don't the linesman was the was kind of hamstrung by var because he's not really got the the confidence to make a decision because either the guys in the track or the referee are just going to overrule him so i don't really see that role continuing i don't know why you'd have a linesman anymore really apart from throw-ins i suppose helps to keep a, keep yeah. the game moving but don't yeah. don't give them the responsibility of offside. It's very easy, especially in Premier League and big tournaments, to flash offside on the screen after you know they've reviewed it. Well, the game can, can carry on, and and then if it comes up, the ref gets a little buzz, like he gets on his watch for a goal that just yeah. is offside, and then that that's it will have to be faster for that. Well, yeah, but whatever it is, they, there's those sorts of improvements they can make, and I, it's never going to be perfect, as Owen says. I still don't understand why Thompson, if this is getting into the weeds too much, then we don't have to do it. But I don't understand why 
line technology hasn't been extended to the whole pitch like why doesn't the ref get a buzz when it goes out for a corner or a throw-in probably for logistical reasons and the yeah. stuff they were saying beforehand about they won't have any VAR um, <clears throat> in football because you can't replicate it at lower levels I think it's probably prob- I would assume it's that sort of reasoning yeah I think so I think it technology I mean, as well is it's very hard you know the cameras they have a hundred whatever number of cameras on the goal just to get the goal line covered to right. cover the whole pitch sense. I suspect it'd be quite a logistical challenge to have enough cameras in enough stadiums that are capable of doing it yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And also, if it goes off the throne or not, it's not really a game-changing event. Yeah, it just means you get rid of the fucking linesman quicker. Yeah, <laughs> fucking linos. <laughs> i tell you what they do need to get rid of quicker, and Cal and I are campaigning for this, is the, the time-wasting and rolling around and that, which we saw a lot in this yeah, World Cup. Just I, make it a stop clock, lads. 30 minutes each half, done. End of, that, end of that. They've got to bring some retrospective action in. Well, they, they said that at the start of this they tournament. They just... Well, they never do it, do they? They no, said I know. they said something about like players. I suppose when did players start getting yellow carded for diving? When did that start happening? Few, I don't know exactly. A few years <sighs> ago. Well, the amount of the amount of times you see a ref saying no, no penalty, and waving the get up gesture. Yeah. You know, and Mike Mike Dean's favourite. It's a, it's it's a pen or as a dive, right? It's, especially yeah. if no, it's like no, it's not. I don't think it's binary. No, it, it is if the ref's saying get up like that. You you know you're you're mucking I around. Think uh, well, I, I again, I just maybe but then you're penalising him for for asking for it, which is different to it being a dive. There are there are circumstances where there is contact, and you can think you've been fouled where there is enough, either not enough contact for a pen, I don't know, the ch- you know yeah. challenging shoulder to shoulder or something like that, yeah, or he's taking the ball cleanly and you don't think that as a striker. Yeah, of course. But yeah. if there has, if the ball's not been touched by the defender and the the player goes down and it's either a foul or there's been no contact, you know, that's it's got to be clean cut. It's got to be one way or the other. I'm talking about examples where, where your kind of explanation doesn't apply, Cal, because there isn't yeah. that ambiguity. It's clearly either a terrible foul or a good dive, you know. Yeah, and that's what—that's the sort of thing VAR could be useful and should be useful. Yeah, but yeah. that's what what I'm trying to what I'm getting at is that the refs have been told, you know, the the rules have changed. Now that kind of dive would be a yellow card if it is a dive, but so often we just don't see it applied, and that's that's something like subjective interpretation of the rules is one thing, but a subjective application of them, I think, is a bit different. Yeah. Well, particularly when the ref will re-watch the game, they they re they review their performance, so they'll re-watch the game afterwards. You can go; it, it seems very easy to go through, even if you don't do it live. If you do it kind of retrospectively after the game, when you go through and be like, okay, that was a bit silly, yeah. or that was too much there, so that's a yellow for him. That's a yellow for him. Yeah, well, they yeah. just have like five guys that watch match of the day and then say that's too much. That that was he's simulating. The morning, yeah. They they do they do it anyway. Mike Mike Dean when he finishes his game on on Sunday. During at some point next week, we'll sit down with two oh, other dude. referees and they review his performance. Yeah, but and they there's, grade them. there's no bookings dished out at that point, Cal, is what Thomas is saying. Yeah, but the, yeah, that's what I say. That's where you put it in. You don't need the five guys from match of the day. The referees are already sitting down to review the game. Start actually applying the retrospective stuff there. Well, they yeah. did. Last that's season, it happened twice in the Premier League last season. An Everton player got, got a game. Uh, was it Niasse? Nias, uh, didn't he get a booking or sending off or something? Pro- after a game for diving or for doing something? Uh, I, I don't oh, know. Someone that on their birthday, wasn't it? There were more yeah. than two dives. Yes, I know. Yeah, season I know, I know. than the two yellows. I know. But they have they have said they're going to do it and they have started to do it. But it's just not consistent. And the whole problem with this, and it's what everyone says, is you just want it consistent. 
It's like it's like as you say, John, run you know, run by idiots. How long did it take us to get goal line tech? Yeah. Um and then yeah, and we still haven't got throw in tech. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. How well Harry came on the golden boot. Six goals. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So brought that, that so that came home. Yep. Pop. That did come yeah. home, you're right. Yes, Tom. Yeah, that's good. Join some fine company there with, with Lineker and Shearer also also. Again, Four penalties? Interesting, Four you guys penalties. have... Yeah, one deflection. Interesting, oh. you guys, <laughs> They're all bad, though. One header from those. three yards. Actually, that was a good but goal. The, but then Lukaku's got four goals against two terrible teams. Um, Griezmann's got penalties and one that was flapped in for him. Only Ronaldo's four goals are kind of goals of quality. Mbappe as well, so. maybe. Three Was he three or four? Three. Three, so yeah, he's behind. So yeah, I'd take, I'd take Ronaldo as the best quality goal scorer. But yeah, Mbappe had four goals. Credit to Kane. Um, it's interesting that uh, Cal and Owen, you've both um, confused the Euros, particularly Euro '96, with World Cup finals. And um, we're not confusing them, mate. It's just a big international tournament. It's, 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 as far as yeah. I'm concerned, it's just it's match Now nah, you're confusing them. Just tournaments England don't, won't win, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I um, I find myself questioning a lot of stats and sound bites and things that I heard during the World Cup because. You know, I was sure that we'd that they weren't quite applicable, or there were some instances where that wasn't quite true. But yeah, I was thinking of all the Euro tournaments as well, and they certainly all um, roll into one for me. And I don't, I, I'm, I'm usually almost as excited for the Euros as I am for the World Cup. And I used to be more excited. Games. Yeah, and and and, and I'm yeah going to come back to why you guys were congratulating me for lauding the Tomps geographical coefficient. It's dead easy when the World Cup's in Europe and no country outside of Europe and South America has won the World Cup before and they're um and those two continents do quite badly when they travel to the other one. Yeah. Yeah, so I know. I mean right. I didn't want to I didn't want to break it to you, mate, but Germany a bit winning in Brazil was the first time that that's ever happened, a European team outside of Europe. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't um I'm going to row back a bit. Your your coefficient wasn't exactly groundbreaking. Well, that's oh that's a shock. I know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to disappoint you. Well, I was right though. Nigeria didn't do very well. That's true, and we do have <laughs> the Euros uh, next time around. The semi-finals and final will all be at Wembley. So let's hope the coefficient Uh-oh. is a real thing and it comes home then instead. Mm. It's, it's, it has to be a real, like a global thing, really. It's not. It's no good saying um, that Germany do good in Portugal but shit in Spain. Right. Okay. So I think I think the Euros. I'm gonna to have to look for a new coefficient. Okay. Maybe you could just you know like you know Northern Europe, Western Europe, Southern Europe, Eastern Europe, that kind of break, Central Europe, that kind of breakdown. Tom. That sounds like more simplistic than the original Tom's geographical coefficient. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite World Cup game, lads. Apart from, England, around. apart from England, Panama. All right, you start, man. Favorite World Cup game? England, Panama. Uh, yeah, England, Panama. No. Um, <laughs> to leave England, I, oh, I bloody loved. I know it seems like ages ago now, and in hindsight, it wasn't a shock because they were just rubbish throughout the tournament. But Mexico beating Germany, um, I absolutely yeah, loved that. Oh, that was one, good, yeah. one I was in the shed for. Yeah. In the shed for, yeah. Obviously, Spain-Portugal, 3-3. Three, three. Um, that Japan-Belgium. Man, there were so many good games. Yeah, that was cracking as well. Yeah. Cal? 
France Argentina. I've watched mm. that on my phone on the beach. I started like the first <laughs> first ten minutes this nice little on radio, on radio five. <laughs> <laughs> And the game, the game just sounded too good, so I had to stop looking at the nice little asses and um, and started <laughs> watching God it on my sake. phone instead. Nice, that was uh, a great game. So me and Tom's were together down the beach and what, uh, watched what a quality game of football as well, or a very exciting game of football. Um, mixed quality from Argentina, I'd say. I'd say on the day, yeah. But yeah, two wonderful goals um, in amongst it as well. I really enjoyed the. Uh, Croatia Argentina game. That was one of those games that yeah. I uh, I didn't think I'd watch. Wound up cottoning on early second half, and yeah, just Croatia were so resilient, and Argentina just crumbled. Couldn't get Messi the ball. It was really interesting to watch. That was, I think, that was one of the first of the second round of group games, and it mm-hmm. very much like an Argentina had, had they drawn with Iceland. Is that what happened? Yeah. Yes. One. Yeah. One. Um, Scrapes a draw, really, as well. Yeah, so then that was kind of the start of the World Cup for me because all all of the games now, you know, they had a platform to build upon, and Argentina needed to win that. You know, you always thought, oh, they've drawn Iceland, happens to the best of us. Let's um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see them uh, recover from that. But they uh, they didn't. I wish we drew with Iceland. Mm. God, I, I John, enjoyed um, France Belgium, mate. Which was not. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was good. Which was excellent. I think, the, and yeah. um, also, uh, I thought all of France's knockout games, really, but in particular the one against Uruguay, I thought that was a really impressive performance. Yeah, yeah, actually, that was a good game. I mean, that, it, yeah. Gone. Well, I was, I was going to take us on to World Cup moments. I I really enjoyed the goal that Belgium beat Japan with. Yeah, that was that was amazing, wasn't it? I was, was heartbroken great. for Japan, but. Um, same yeah. time that that for me that for, that was my favourite goal of the tournament. I thought that was excellent that moment. Yeah, they nearly bettered it against England. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did fantastic Pickford save. There were there were more flicks in in that. Hmm. One. Yeah, uh, yeah, cracking goal. Oh. I thought Russia winning on penalties against Spain that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you hate the Spanish. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> Just when big teams lose, brilliant. Yeah, I, I, yeah. A couple. Of, in, England winning a shootout was a particularly cathartic moment for. Yeah. Oh, we're back for, on England. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> uh, Ronaldo's hat trick, I thought, was a very because oh. it was probably my second favorite game of the tournament, and yeah, just. You bloody uh, love Ronaldo, massive. don't you? That was massive. Yeah, it was. A, that was an awesome moment. Cavani and Suarez, that massive one-two. Yeah, that was. Oh, good. Yeah, that was good. Was good. Um, did any of you? Uh, get fully behind the Pussy Riot uh, storming onto the pitch in the final <laughs> I wouldn't say fully I mean, fair play to them yeah, yeah they're yeah, all in the gulag now aren't they for 15 days yeah I mean there's probably some merit on it but in it, but at the time I was annoyed it disrupted the game I mean Thomas when you say did we fully get behind it what, what do you mean I mean the cause is a, a valiant one oh Christ I don't mean to get into it for real mate oh right you just <laughs> wanted to use the term Pussy Riot <laughs> Thompson, I was wondering if that fulfilled my pre-tournament prediction of like something a bit something a bit wild was going to happen. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have we got some predictions to have a look at? Did we did we write them down? Or did um, we just say we did that? Did we? No, I don't think we did. We've already said it, I think I, I remember saying something about Putin and and Russia getting the benefit of some questionable decisions. Yeah, you did say that. Um, did that happen, or did they just drug themselves up to make the calls? Drug themselves up. Drug yeah. themselves up. I mean, they all—they were—they were all top in the distance tables, weren't they? Their players, so I, that's questionable for me. 
Did we get any slug infestations? But they, but Russia <laughs> had insect invasion. There yeah. was an insect invasion. Uh, yeah, yeah. Russia had the, the, the biggest um, geographical coefficient factor, though. So no wonder they ran the furthest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> done. Put that one to bed. Yeah. Well, that'll be their defense. I'll, you know, they can uh, put me on retainer for defense in the courts. <laughs> Expert witness. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh-huh. As if they go to trial. Yeah, who's going to try them? Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, the what the goals, guys? We haven't really mentioned. There were just an mm. unbelievable amount of unbelievable goals. Goals. Yeah. Bloody goals. Strikes, hits, finishes, slash finishes. <laughs> I reckon that John's favourite is that third Belgium one against Japan. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that he loves a Carroll's favourite is the Ronaldo free kick. No. And I reckon Thompson's is Pavard's volley. Pavard's one's so hard to get away from. Uh, un- it's just... So lads, oh, after watching man. you two in the park playing football for that afternoon and trying to replicate... What are you mean trying? <laughs> Pavard replicated my strike, mate. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you the, saw my Instagram post. The, the technique <laughs> in that, that... that um, that Pavard yeah, one ridiculous. is insane, isn't it? Yeah. It was, but what was it, it was, again, it was kind of remarkable. Like, like Matt says, it's a goal of kind of exceptional goals. We had one that Nacho scored that was kind of similar. But like, oh, mm. what a world if we're right back. And then kind of a few games later, mm. Pavard's seen it and bettered it. And then yeah. Trippier yeah. sees it and betters it in the semi for England. Yes. Mm. No? Mm. Come on, lads. <laughs> Get on board. Quar- Ronaldo, maybe. <laughs> Quaresma's. I, it's, yeah, that was really I thought I really liked Di Maria's hit as well. Um, yeah, really, yeah. really far out. Um, and I quite like it. Rather than kind of bending it outside the post and in, it's kind of like across the goalkeeper into the top corner. I quite like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, quite enjoy I just don't like him very much. I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me laugh. So, I mean, appreciate it's completely subjective, but it does detract from it for me. Why? What it is also it you turned don't out like to not matter. Uh, it's flakiness. Um, in what, when he's got, he's at United? Just, well, we're just watching him. Lost the ball a lot. Um, the whole team did, though, mate. Well, I don't like them much I either. He, <laughs> I, think he, I think he has taken a step back since um, leaving Madrid. I think it's he's a funny kind of mixed bag at, at, at PSG, but you kind of, against the level of competition PSG have to play, uh, increasingly you, you do kind of worry uh, about kind of the... The, 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 the form and, and kind of overall kind of consistent quality they can deliver you can't blame him for what happened to United the, the, the stuff he went no, through was, was awful what so. about Messi's goal Tom? oh my god mate Messi's bring that bring down knee and then touch before it even hits yeah. the ground all in stride that's, that was that's like, that was like you at Edge End Park that was and then no, his weak foot yeah and then <laughs> and then his weak foot I'm so smooth and fluid yeah incredible that was really incredible that was like I I kind of felt like the keeper maybe should have done a touch better, but it's hard to take away from it. And it's the touch and the bring down for me are ridiculous. And the pass as well was good. Talking about keepers that should do better. Mandzukic in the final, what about his goal? What was Lavise? Lavise. Such a good He would have had the golden glove. He would have had the golden glove. And then the fight. Yeah, definitely. I think so. Why? Isn't that clean sheets? No, it's not. It's performances. Oh. It's um, him and Courtois and Pickford will win with a shout, definitely. Mm. And I think Lloris had had the best tournament. He made a couple of amazing saves. I think Subotic would have been in with a shout as well. Um, but I think he, I don't know if it was fitness or not, but he did not really look at the races in the semis or the. Or yeah. the well, no wonder. I don't yeah. think we had a. Sh- we the only shot on target we scored. 
Well, no, Kane's had shot a target, so he saved it. Oh, I'm sure yeah. I saw the stats. But anyway, I I think Quaresma's might have been the best goal because of the he plays such a nice one-two that's a back heel back from whoever the other bloke is. Go, going back to Owen's critique of the Di Maria goal not really matter, mattering, how much do we factor that into the Belgian goal? Because obviously, you know, lo, really, I love a goal on the counter, and that was a, a prime example of a, of a, of a classy counter-attack. But also, this, that's the 90-plus whatever minute to win the game. Yeah. Yeah. And go through, yeah. Yeah, I like that goal. I think if you com- if you add the value of Cherishev's two goals up, you might get the best goal of the tournament. Yeah, like that. Like that. <laughs> See what I mean? For the double-decker. What, so it's the semi and the final combined? The one against Saudi Arabia oh, in the first okay. game. That outside of the left peg. Yeah. And then, yeah, the one in the semi. If you were allowed to like combine their quality. The one in the semi was way better. You reckon? Yeah. The first one was a bit more hedge-end, though. It was a bit... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, was we a, it was more like... It was more like a, a kick-around type goal. Because he's yeah, used the outside in. of his boot. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, I agree with you. Whereas the other one, I couldn't believe, I couldn't believe it when I saw that. The dip in it. A Loro. Good. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> uh, That's a r- yeah, good goals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good bloody goals. What was your favourite Harry Kane goal? Uh, the, the one for the hat trick that bounced off his yeah, shield. Yeah, me too. Because nice. I captained him that day for the, the stupid World Cup game. Um, and was very much enjoying him scoring lots of goals and winning lots of penalties anyway. But for that for that particular goal to come off his hat trick <laughs> was a great amusement to me. What was your favourite Lingard my, goal? My favourite Kane goal was his <laughs> second penalty against Panama. <laughs> Lashed it in the same spot. That was yeah. good. Actually, to be to be fair, it's got to be his header against Tunisia, hasn't it? That was a proper eruption moment. Can't I yeah. can't give it to a header. Just can't do it. <laughs> Seems unnatural to me. What do you what, what do you say about the diving header, Tom? Do you, do you like the added spectacular quality that, that gives? Did um, it was Vertonghen scored an outrageous header, didn't he? CR seven scored a diving header. CR seven. Fucking hell, Cal. <laughs> no, uh, no, I don't remember Vertonghen scoring, Tom's. I don't remember that, Tom's. He's googling. Yeah. Do you actually not remember, or was that the one against that they scored against us when I was drunk? Was it third place playoff? No, no. You, this, well, he didn't play in the group game. Vertonghen, I'm sure Vertonghen scored a whopping header recently. Mate, I don't remember this, and then none of, none of the other guys no, do. I'm, I'm, I'm blank. I think you. He scored a oh, he scored a bullet header back past. Yeah, against um, Japan. Across the goal. Yeah, Dropped not a in, massive yeah, yeah. looping header. Ridiculous. I'm not sure he meant it. I, well, oh yeah, that, oh, that wasn't. Yeah, that's that was a diving that was header. A fluke goal. I didn't say that's it was stupid. a diving header. You moron. Oh, I said that was a right, header. Easy, mate. Headers as, I thought you were diving headers too as well. That was a shit goal. He was trying to put it back across goal. Yeah, agree with Owen. Yeah, and it wasn't a diving header. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, Tom, he didn't dive, so it's not right. a diving header. <laughs> right. His whole body's got to be in the air, mate. Yeah. And well, that's it like, from as, us, guys. So uh, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Big love and peace. Do you, Cal, you want to, you've got a thing in here about doing players of the tournament from each position. 
Yeah, um, fucking hell. Nice. We've, been, we've been going 40 minutes already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have, have you guys done any research or, um, or thought about ones you want to do? I, no, I've, I've got none ahead, mate. I've... Right back Trippier, centre back Varane, DM Kante. How, how many do you want? DM. One, well, as, as per the running order, one, one player from each <laughs> position group, ideally a different one from each of us. Yeah. That's 16 players. Left back Ian Hart. And, yeah. and a lot of time. <laughs> Quickly. Why don't you do yours, Cal, and we'll just listen to yours? Well, I picked ones to be because I picked first. I picked different ones, so you guys could pick the obvious ones. Right. So they're not the best ones. Well, to that's do. all right. You can. Have, we'll have the hipster's choice. Go for it. Go for your Go life. On. Hipster's choice. Uh, no, I'll do the to do the proper one, shall we? Who was the best goalkeeper? I still think Schmeichel's in with a shout as, as best goalkeeper for the particular kind of standout moment. Uh, against Croatia where he saves from Modric. I loved that. Yeah, I loved watching him in the penalty yeah. shootout and seeing Schmeichel and in the stands. Yeah, Pickford, that, that that was unreal. Uh, Pickford was decent, I thought. Um, Pickford done next. Yeah, I agree. I think Pickford was a revelation. I think yeah. he, he deserves a, a lot of credit because he got hammered after that Belgium game that we lost, and um, so did Tom's. <laughs> so did I. I was asleep on the floor, and um, <laughs> yeah, you made me drink vodka, Owen. I haven't drunk vodka for ages. Anyway, ten years. Yeah. yeah, ten years, and and. Um, Pickford got pelters, didn't he? And then in the following game, he was he was excellent. And I think it it was really nice to see a young lad like that come through and now get the plaudits he deserves. I think he had an, an amazing tournament. Nice. So defenders, Rafa Varane, best centre-back. Do you want to put Ntiti next to him? Because apart from his stupid handball, he was pretty awesome. Yeah, well. he was awesome, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Trippier's a lot for right-back. Did we like any left-backs that played? Uh, is Pavada left-back? No, no he was right-back, right wasn't Lucas he? Lucas Hernandez is left-back. Um... Not really, Cal, if we're struggling. FIFA, FIFA had Ashley Young as the best one there. Really? Marcelo? He was all right. He was fine. Uh, yeah, he got injured though, didn't he? Yeah. Um, not this... Uh, Kolarov, actually, he scored a nice free kick. Um, so yeah, he did. It was pretty good for, 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 for Serbia, even though their stay in this one was short-lived. Ashley Young, then. Um, <laughs> Ashley, Ashley Young gets it. I thought he had a decent <laughs> tournament, actually. Uh, and I thought um, Danny Rose was pretty crap when he played against Belgium. So, um, yeah. How how unsurprised are you when Ashley Young cuts onto his right foot to cross it? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, just mechan- there was one that he put him with his left. I think once we were one laughing about yeah. it, he did it with his left. Really uh, nice it was one. A good cross. Really as nice well. one. Yeah. Like, oh! <laughs> uh, midfielders, I wanted to talk about Paul Pogba because me and John particularly enjoyed um, how well he's played. Uh, I don't know if, if if the Matthews have anything to say. On, on, I do. On Mr. Emoji Paul Pogba. I do. Um, I think, and we're going to talk about Hazard as well. And I think both of those two, in particular, showed what they're really about. And we've seen too much in the Premier League, perhaps maybe where they're stroppy or things haven't been going well in the dressing room or whatever, where they haven't performed to their fullest extent. But um, they were massive, weren't they, this tournament? And it was really good to see. Yeah, I yep. thought we we got both sides of Pogba's game uh, as well. I think he's at his best when I think I think it was a game against Argentina, um, the game um, and the and the final as well. As the game got more stretched and he had more room that he could won with his kind of direct running and his kind of his long range passing, I thought was was spectacular at, at times. Um, but also against Belgium, how he kind of shut down Fellaini was quite nice. I was going to say Fellaini for me one of his he was a revelation and not just because Tom hates him but I thought he was amazing in that Brazil game I thought I've never yeah, he was, yeah. was excellent. for me that's yeah. I don't know if this is getting silly but that's got to be one of the games of his career to come into game a game like that not played all tournament 
and get thrown into it against Brazil. And he dominated that midfield. He was a beast. Yeah. He was actually the only other game where he played that well was against Man United for Everton. A couple of times he did it, but the one where Everton uh, drew three, it was three all or four, yeah, four I know all, what I think. When, it, when it, Man City won the league on goal difference with the with the Aguero finish, um, that's when United lost it, lost it because they were I think United led like two or three times in the game and got pegged back so yeah. with Fellaini causing absolute chaos when Everton pumped the ball. That, that must be why Tom hates Fellaini because he cost United the league. Yeah, didn't know that. I know we're going backwards to Pogba, but that one that pass he played yesterday, I think it led to the goal actually. Yeah, his goal. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, of course it was. Yeah, and then he belted up and got it. Uh, yeah, shame the first shot didn't go in. That would have been nice, but yeah, that pass was just outrageous. Absolutely beautiful pass. I loved that. Absolutely loved it. He's he had a couple like that where he kind of you know proper kind of fizzing it into the space, but kind of in you know fetchable for the players. But yeah. I don't know. If, I watch a fair bit of United. The frustration has been that France set up to help him. That they got Matuidi on the left, but kind of tucking tucking in, so it's kind of three and and Kante as well uh, but they're all kind of working as a unit all knowing their roles whereas United seem to chop and change all the time he doesn't seem to help him he's asked to do too much and I don't know it's partly giving him kind of a, a bit more discipline in his role but also kind of giving him consistency in his role as well because yeah. uh, he's you know he can do anything with the world he's always potentially how kind of gifted he is so that's quite nice mm-hmm. yeah uh, Modric was pretty good won the golden ball I think yeah it's that, that was he was good. Anyway, any other midfielders we particularly enjoyed? I thought Coutinho had quite a good tournament. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird because you start scissors. forgetting all the teams who didn't make the at least the semis, yeah. don't you? Yeah, <laughs> but he was good. I thought. Yeah, top scoring midfielder as well in the oh, was he? game. Yeah. yeah, jointly with Modric. Rodriguez, how was Rodriguez as well before he got injured? Um, was just yeah. a standout player while he was playing. Just amazing touch. De Bruyne, have we mentioned him yet? We haven't, no. He was kind no, of on off though a little bit, wasn't he? Yeah, I thought he was a little bit... I don't know if I could have done better. He looks tired in the Belgium-France game. and I mean, a couple of his passes were kind of you know, centimetres away from being awesome, but there was also... He gave the ball away quite a bit. Yeah, yeah times. I saw that. Um, Isco, I thought, was excellent for, for an underperforming Spain. Yeah, that's true. Are there any mm-hmm. midfielders we haven't mentioned now? I've done four there. That's a that's a not particularly well functioning, but a four to go in our in our in our yeah. stodgy four four two for the tournament. Cavani looked good at times. Yeah, Cavani was excellent. Um, Ronaldo, I thought, was good in Portugal's little stay. Uh, Ronaldo. Mbappe, what do what do we think of Mbappe though, lads? He's we all we all know Ronaldo's good. Decent, isn't he, Mbappe? He's he's all right for a nineteen-year-old. I wish the commentators would stop, like almost, a bit, you know, reaching the precipice of ejaculation yeah, when they amazing, talk about him, though. Yeah. <laughs> like he's good. He's 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 one of the best young players on the planet. He's so talented, but it's it's just I guess it starts getting me a bit embarrassing how mm-hmm. kind of fawning they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Rom, I thought, played well as as well. Um, multifaceted yeah. game, you know, scoring against the shit teams, which he likes to do, but also, um, you know, really linking well and being a good target man for Belgium. Um, Another example, I think- thought, of uh, a player who was showing a lot more because it was the World Cup. Yeah, all got all got someone who gives him, a, you know, a role to function, but a little bit more, a little bit more support and freedom, maybe. maybe Jose, take note, perhaps. Martinez for United. Nice. Yep, yep. <laughs> or day shops. Um, 
Um, what do we think of Olivier Giroud? France, France is, he didn't fail to hit the target for, for him um, just to get a shot on target, let alone a goal. But I thought he was really good. Yeah, same thing. Mm. We talked about him, I think it was a couple of years ago now, and you asked me my thoughts on Giroud. And I was talking about his positioning back then. He misses a lot of chances, but he's, he's unusual for a striker. He's a really good team player. And um, yeah, he made, I was he made all the difference to that team. Mm. Yeah, very much so. Emil, the modern day Emil Heskey, you might say. Oh, yeah. no, surely not. He's <laughs> not as good as Heskey. Oh. You're going to have to um, share that gif where Heskey hits it with oh, his standing man. foot and shanks it. <laughs> Is that the hef- is that the step over? One but, yeah, there's, isn't there one where he falls mm. over the ball where he's dribbling as well? Algeria. There's a step over and he just he just dribbles out of play. Yeah, no. but lads, what about that shot he buried from outside the box against Germany five one? One that even Heskey scored. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the forward I wanted to talk about was Eden Hazard, who he was yeah unbelievable at times, and when he's he's a joy to watch him when he's just in in full flow. Uh-huh. Um, and off to Madrid apparently. Yeah, thank God yeah. for that. Brilliant. Yeah. Never have to I'd get him. awful. <laughs> Never have to get him in my team again after last season. <laughs> so they were some of our players of the tournament. There, unless anyone's, unless we missed anyone in particular. I know Tom's likes to talk about Mario Mandzukic, but you know, oh. mobile we'll pass on him today. <laughs> Hate that guy. So we, big Luke won our league, didn't he? He did. Yeah, it was quite nice actually. If this is, I mean, I think we'll we'll run our league next year, but there won't be any prizes. But the one, that, the, the one that we're going to kind of pay the most most attention to, the last kind of thing we we finish on is is this one. It's quite nice that friends of the show won it. So yeah, top work. There were some good players in that. As I say, our um, D- uh, Demir was also in the league and was kind of quite finished quite high, but obviously he came like in the top hundred overall. So he's a proper serious FBL player. Big Luke's got us on uh, on WhatsApp as well, so he can just drop us a mess- message on there and Dro- drop us a message, drop us an email, and we'll we'll post you a mug, mate. Yeah, a mug. Nice. So we can do all-time favourite just offside moments. Um, I'm going to finish giving I've got two more mugs to give out first oh. um, uh, we were going to do one for the spread the word competition and I'm not sure if friend of the show Giles Jordan has got a mug yet but he I think he's retweeted kind of a, a good amount of what we put out so uh, for consistency alone I think he, he warrants, this, warrants a, a mug for the spread the word winner so again Giles has emailed us before but if you drop us your um, postal address if you want a mug mate and I'll get one sent to you uh, and the last prize we were giving out was I said that because we had three to give away, uh, anyone that finished above all of us in the league would be eligible. Um, I mean, being John tied on 330 is the best effort from the Just Offside team. That was good enough for 38th, um, which wasn't brilliant. I'm surprised I did that well, actually, considering how bad my team was for the most part. Um, but the person I picked to win was a guy called um, Clucky Egg. So if you're if you're clucky egg and you email us, um, then yeah, I'll send you a mug. Brilliant, nice one. We saw. Well, I, I told people that we would be ending our podcast, and someone just asked, "Have you got any mugs left?" So they, <laughs> and someone said the vultures are circling. I think that was Tim yeah. Fannin on on Twitter. Yeah. So I think that was uh, that was Matt. That wasn't. I forget the guy's surname. I don't think it's on there. But yeah, he was after a mug. But we haven't got any left, have we? We're not. There's no fire well, sale. And if, yeah, I mean, we'll see if people don't don't message me, then I won't send them. So, in which case, you might have some spares. In which case, I'm there. What, what were we to say before? Twelve quid. Fifty quid. Fifty quid. Oh, twelve quid. Twelve pounds, <laughs> which, which is which is too expensive for a mug. But they, you know, we we 
we have to pay for the postage and we have to pay for them to be made for us. And all the quid a mug. Someone paid that. I mean, we had a guy from Australia paid it in Aussie dollars. Really? Yeah. But also, Cal, you've got to factor in the the uplift now that the pod is ending. Mm-hmm. Clearly, exactly. that clearly they're now more mm. sought after because, Good like point. anything, you know, when a footballer's career ends, seven hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> yeah. Like it, Cal. <laughs> this time next year, it'll be a grand. We should have we should have numbered them or signed them in some way so that yeah you know, they'd be collector's editions. Just I've just urinated in each one before I send them. Oh, fuck's oh. sake, mate! <laughs> <laughs> <What's that? laughs> I've got um, the original mug with the old uh, logo. I on think it. we all have. Yeah, we've yeah. all got one. I think. Yeah, me too. Did it make it back from Canada? Right? Oh yeah, I love that yeah. logo. Hmm. Well, you spent. I spent at least half an hour making it. that. <laughs> so Tom's all time favourite just offside moment oh, I don't know there's been a lot of real hilarity got I've, I've got one but me and John's might be the same yeah. <laughs> I see, I see my, my favourite episode that we did was the uh, the summer party pod last year um, when we were kind of recapping our first season the, the, those halcyon days but my favourite moment for that was when we were revealing our predictions and Thompson predicted Brighton here at the time in the championship <laughs> to be relegated from the Premier League. <laughs> oh yeah, that was and John's delivery of that on the re-listen was hysterical. At the end of the year, where I beat you all at FPL, yeah. it was revealed yeah. that at the start of the year I thought Brighton were in the league. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good moment. I think um I think one of not really a moment, but I think my favourite podcast might have been the second one we did on this World Cup. We spent a lot of that laughing, and there wasn't yeah. wasn't a whole lot of actual football talk, which always, which is always good. Yeah, my fa- yeah. my favourite moment was the pod after you had captained Theo Walcott Domps. Oh, oh yes, yes. <laughs> with the infamous hat trick just before he left Arsenal when he scored three goals, and you thought, "Fuck it, I'll put Theo in as captain." I I couldn't cope <laughs> with that shit. <laughs> I remember back in the proper early days some pretty some pretty classic silly questions in, including Cal's famous Gary Cahill's scrap heap oh, yeah. challenge <laughs> thing <laughs> and Milner always featuring at some point yeah. in our nonsense <laughs> fantasies yeah. I so liked it when of... Milner was one of the um, sort of the helpers with an FBI jacket or like ATF <laughs> and a clipboard yeah and a clipboard yeah. taking stock on some of like seized property <laughs> yeah there was one answer you had Thomas where you were like barricaded in somewhere throwing like boiled sweets at Fellaini oh is it yeah it was Fellaini <laughs> trick it was or treat Halloween me. one yeah oh yeah <laughs> desperately trying to hit him in the teeth yeah <laughs> oh where were the days well it's been it's been a uh, it's been emotional lads I think they say yeah. Are, we, are we done the running order now? Yeah. Shit. Well, let's never say never, and maybe we'll be back another time. And maybe we'll do yeah. an entire podcast for the whole year if someone stumps up and says they want to um, edit Pay our us. podcast. Like, yeah. it, or if you can bring a, a functional business model, editing skills, and <laughs> a non-annoying personality, like, you're in. I'll, you're in. Yeah, you'll probably get a mug as well. And in all seriousness, this started as... We've had a WhatsApp group since the 2014 World Cup. Mm. And then as all of us being big fans of, of podcasts and, and football podcasts, we, we had a vague idea. It was a long time ago. I was in the bloody Philippines. We started saying, hey, there's no reason we can't do a 
podcast is there. Exactly. And you know, we actually went out and we we researched mics. We acquired mics. Some of our mics, some <laughs> people mics are better mics than others. Someone ignored the research. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, we didn't know anything. We didn't know what we were doing when we had the idea. Um, Remember and the very first editor in when I, I was hey. in, I was in the services on the side of the M6 and we'd recorded the pod the day before, and you, yeah. you did the entire edit and said it took you like six hours and then it corrupted and at it the end, crashed. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Well, do you remember that when we were first doing it, we'd take ages and just like re-say lines and stuff, thinking like, yeah, we'll just edit it out, be a piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> Very quickly Brutal. became right. Just upload as is, as is, guys. <laughs> yeah. Cut out, the, out uh, any of the any of the awful stuff yeah. that we say. Make sure that's not there anymore. That's been deleted, don't worry. <laughs> so you have a bank of stuff you're going to blackmail Thompson. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. Yeah. That's all out in the open now, mate. Yeah. Oh, a bit sad. Well, we'll have to get together yeah, but, for a Christmas one or something. Yeah, we'll do some intermittent ones. We could do like a gardening DIY update in sort of. Well, you can do that, right? Oh, okay. You're not keen. Mm, Not to listen to you talk about your garden. (laughs) (laughs) Had a great time in the garden at the weekend. The neighbours were furious because we've extended the house and raised the level of the garden. And they reckon that um, watching me walk along my garden is now like watching Punch and Judy with my head bobbing along on above the fence. Was that something said in anger? Yeah, she's furious. What? Said they'll, have I... to wa- they'll have to watch something worse when I come around next this weekend coming. <laughs> yeah, we can yeah. bump them up. Yeah. I don't yeah, know what and... I meant by that, John, but it was either um, disgusting or violent. Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> or both. Yeah. I, I just want... You, you two are both quite lofty, so if you two could just stand on the patio and just stare over the fence <laughs> yeah, for an hour and just refuse to break eye contact, that would be excellent. Yeah, how, how's this for Punch and Judy, Kim? <laughs> She, she said, uh, I'm just waiting for the sausages to come flying over the fence. So maybe, oh, you know, okay. she shouldn't give us ideas. If it's, if yeah, it's going over the fence, throw sausages. sausages. Yeah, you know Sausage. when in Punch and Judy, there's always a string of sausages, right? And oh, right. No, I didn't you know, know that. Okay. I, right. I thought she would just... Tom's will throw ginsters at him. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll eat the ginsters. Eat the ginsters. Fuck that, yeah. Bricks. Bricks. <laughs> bricks. Oh, well. We'll see. Uh, we'll podcast that. That's what we can do. We can podcast. I'm glad I snuck a garden update in right at the end. <sighs> well in there, mate. Right, that is it, boys. Are you ready? Yeah. Have you have you got sign offs ready? No. I'm gonna play Ness and Dorma because I liked it from 1990, and it'd be amazing. Yeah, that's a good idea. Finish, do yeah. that. Do that. All right then. Well, it's it's been emotional. It's been it's been great. Thanks to you, I'll John can... Potts. Yeah. Thanks, thanks well, to bloody you, Matt done, Thompson. John. You're welcome. Thanks, Matt. Cheers, boys. It's been an absolute bloody pleasure. I'll miss it. Are we Certainly still going to be mates after this? Nah. Well, oh. um, <laughs> got enough friends, mate. I'll talk that over with you on WhatsApp in a minute. Cal, <laughs> um, thanks, thanks for everything, mate. It's been great. Yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a real pleasure, and thank you for everyone that has bothered to to, to listen to us, um, interact with us, or do do anything really. It's the the, the best. Obviously, it's been fun kind of talking to my mates. Um, for, for an hour a week every week but the, the, and the rest. it's been really quite warming kind of how many people have kind of enjoyed it uh, it's been very mm. very nice indeed we've had a reception so, haven't we and it's been lovely yeah. so yeah apologies if, if we're disappointing any listeners but the, you know there are, there are other podcasts available and we you know we might have a few that we do intermittently it just won't be a weekly thing yeah thanks for keeping it fun Cal 
my pleasure. Yes, boys. Yes, boys. And uh, yeah, echoing Cal's thoughts. Thanks. Thanks for listening. And um, to those who contributed, thanks for contributing. And until next time, uh, for now, it's big love and peace. <laughs> Bye. Fredda